In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. How on earth are the family not like, I can see how this has upset you. Yeah, tracing the cinema. edges of my avocado yeah, makes like, me think of tracing the edges of your body. <laughs> lovely. You should write erotic poetry, <laughs> Yay. After a brunch of discussions of terminology and boundaries, what? A bunch, my love. I don't think they went to brunch. <laughs> <laughs> my head. It's just my a head bunch. was like, this is so formal. They had a brunch to discuss this. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're talking about being in a three-way relationship with the future of children that you don't want yeah. with someone who you view as your sister. Ooh. You're through to 1-800-DRAMA. The show where you show your biggest dilemmas. And we help you navigate them. I'm Sharba. And I'm Jamie. Come join us as we help people figure out if they are the drama. Because sometimes you just need an outside perspective. And we can all expand our own mindsets along the way. Wait, am I the drama? So, Shabba, what do you think of thirst traps? Red flag, green flag, amber, a beige flag? What are we thinking? I'm... Oh, it's so contextual. It's mostly a red flag for me. Ooh, okay. <laughs> See, I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm giggling like a little girl because I just thought about the last thirst trap which I saw, and I, I was very thirsty. Okay. <laughs> it was very good. So, for the trap. <laughs> but it wasn't like a traditional thirst trap. I don't think it was even intended as a thirst trap. Maybe it was. I don't know. My good friend, who is also a fantastic creator, Lena Norms shared it on her stories okay. totally calling out lena here but in the best way she also has a great pod that i was on so maybe maybe you want to take a look at no books on dead planet <coughs> anyway um, uh, lena posted this video from a guy who was like 
making a Rubik's cube? Do you make a Rubik's cube? Solving. Sure. You solve a Rubik's yeah, cube. Yeah, okay. You've <laughs> solved a Rubik's cube, haven't you? Clearly, no, I'm, you I'm very good at it. Um, and he was just like super geeky, but in a hot way. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And she was just like, these are the kind of thirst traps that I'm here for. And I watched it like five times. And I was like, oh, dude, I get it. Right. Uh, for the first time ever, I got thirst traps. So normally a red flag, because like... When I hear thirst traps, I think of like people on TikTok, and it, for me, looks is confidence. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to call people ugly. I okay. actually think so many people are very beautiful, but what I find really not beautiful is when people really think they're beautiful, yeah. and they like that the arrogance of like, no, you must see me as beautiful. Look how sexy they're like I am. licking their lips and doing this like ridiculous TikTok dance. We're talking about deliberate TikTok thirst traps being the red flag. The green flag and the okay are the accidental thirst traps or people just posting themselves and being like, hey, yeah. here I am. Wholesomeness is good and sexy under understated sexy is sexy. Okay. Quiet confidence. Yeah, but it now I feel like I'm sounding like, oh no, you can't be like confident with how you look like oh my god nude nude <laughs> nude <laughs> that is a what is it called nude uh Freudian slip. thank you if ever i had one Shelby's got nudes on the brain <laughs> but like oh my god dude like show yourself off i'm so here yeah. for a good selfie but there is a line right, right? there is a line where it's just it's too the much line between confidence and arrogance i think cringe is yes and cringe is such a good word when yeah. it's not cringy and it is just confidence yeah fab amazing, amazing. you do you Show so your beautiful self Basically, off. we're just red flagging arrogance at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't okay. that sound healthy. Wonderful. What about you? Thirst traps. Oh, no. Flag. I, I completely agree. Red flagging the arrogant thirst traps that borderline into that cringe. Green lighting the ones that are just people feeling themselves and being themselves. And... I'm feeling myself. Yeah. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my... Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Because I had to go through the embarrassment. I mean, I voluntarily shared the information. You do too now, because I just made this rule up. What was the... The most recent thirst trap that you saw that made you thirsty. <laughs> I haven't seen one. No, genuinely, <gasps> I haven't seen one recently. I am like, you are so thirsty to the point where you could drink five litres a day of thirst traps. <laughs> whereas I just need like a sip. I'm good. Okay. I was going to say challenge accepted. I'm not going to be the one to make thirst traps because... I would just come out as like an awkward bean in every single one. It's not the kind of content I'm made for. Um, But yeah, yeah, for everyone else listening, please, I I implore you, make a thirst trap that Jamie approves of. No. (laughs) Oh, Shaba. So Shaba, Mm -hmm. are you ready to go fishing? Fishing for assholes. How many times do we have to have this conversation? Potato, potato. We're fishing for some drama. Go for it. Am I the drama for ruining Christmas, in quotes, and being upset the only gifts I got from my family were, quote, joke gifts? Ooh, see, it's January. Yeah. I still feel there's a lot of fallout from Christmas. I feel like... I was just talking about this. No, exactly, I agree. So... Christmas is January's gossip. Some background, says OP. My family likes to play pranks with Christmas and birthday gifts. It's nothing new. I'm a 21-year-old woman, uh, as well as my five siblings, who all range from around 29 to 37 years old. We've all been pranked on our birthdays and on Christmas, and it's usually one or two gifts. Okay. This, to me, doesn't sound problematic. No. 
I'm personally not like the biggest fan of pranks, but if you know it's coming and it's a tradition, you're just like, ah ha ha ha, okay. You know the ones where they have scratch cards and they are fake scratch cards, but they think that they've won yeah. and they let it go on for such a long time. And they're like, oh my God, we've won. And everyone's kind of in on it. And yeah. then they're like, read the back, read the back, read the terms. And they're like, it, it's fake. Yeah. I, I just think it's mean. Yeah, I think it's mean too. And the one I was thinking of in my head is like kids who have asked for like an iPad or a computer Mm. and they get the box and then they put like a note in that says, ha ha. Or like they give them keys thinking they've got a car and then it's just to like the parent's car on the driveway and they're like, got you. And it's just so, it's because I feel secondhand embarrassment for the excitement people show. And they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. This is amazing. And they start crying and then they realize it was a prank. A joke isn't funny if not everybody is laughing. I'm sure there's a much more eloquent way to have said what I just said. Yeah. But if you're really hurting someone, if you're making them yeah. feel sad or shameful, I don't see that as being funny. But we don't know if that's what these pranks are like. But With just... the exception of jump scares at things like Freight Night Halloween Park things. Okay, sure. That's that's my rule. Right. <laughs> okay. okay. <Carry> <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, this Christmas, though, I was the only person to get all the joke gifts. Oh. That's sad. For example, I unwrapped a MacBook from my brother, Jamie, but when I opened it, it was just some chocolate, which I don't eat, so I gave it away. And the MacBook was actually given to my sister inside of a bag that she wanted. What the heck is going on? Can I also say, these are like spenny gifts. Like, if you're MacBooking as an extra gift, you know, not as an only gift at Christmas time, like, wow. I've never heard of, like, you know when they do the boxes and it's a fake thing? it actually being a gift for somebody else in the family. Yeah. Normally they buy the box or it's an old, old box. Yeah. It's not actually a gift. Yeah. <laughs> Another bunny quote gift was what I thought was a book I put on my Christmas list was actually just the book cover oh. put on a dictionary. The effort as well to find yeah. these extra things. When I asked my mum about the book, she told me that she gave it to my sister-in-law. What the? Oh. <laughs> Have they just taken this poor girl's list and given it entirely to somebody else? Maybe they were like, you know what? Budgeting. We want to do joke gifts. So let's let's split a gift in two. <laughs> this went on with each present my siblings or parents had given me. AirPods were just a charger block, adapter, gift cards were used and had zero balance, a card with Monopoly money, and so on, totaling about 12 joke gifts. Gosh, oh. reactions to gifts already are so like awkward to do. It's like someone singing you happy birthday yeah. in a restaurant. If you had to be like, ah, oh, ha, 12 times. Yeah. Surely that would great on anyone. But she must have gotten to like number three being a joke and realizing they're probably all jokes. Really? And 12 like, gifts? I wouldn't think that. Suddenly, well, like you think, did I, did I really pick the three jokes in a row? Like, I'd be like, there must be another joke here somewhere. And then when they keep be, especially when you get to like eight and nine, Very I'd deflating. be like, okay, our yeah. great AirPods are not really AirPods, are they? Go yeah. away. Yeah. At this point, I was bummed. So I went mm. to the living room to watch TV with my boyfriend. At dinner, they were all talking about how much they loved their gifts. And when my dad asked why I hadn't said anything about mine, I said that there wasn't much to say. Everyone but my boyfriend laughed. And my mum said it was no big deal as everyone also got some joke gifts. I told her that every gift that I got was a joke gift and that the ones that they got were also followed by the real one. Yeah. It's that followed by the real one, right? My dad told me that I needed to relax as I'm making a big deal about it and I'd have next Christmas to get the stuff on my list. (laughs) I'll just just wait a year. Well, we'll joke gift you again. (laughs) It's your turn to get pranked entirely. Yeah. Not wanting to go back and forth. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm struggling with how like an entire family can justify it unless they didn't communicate 
and everyone was like, oh yeah, I'm doing the joke gifts for OP this time. Oh, And it was yeah. a, like no. mis- miscommunication but thing. But you think if it was a miscommunication, they all thought the parents were doing the real gifts, so siblings were doing the joke gifts. Uh. You'd think on the day, they'd all look at each other and then OP and be like, Oh Oops. damn! Yeah, we'll not exactly. This. We not the dinner. They were doing the joke gifts, and you know, they were doing the real gifts. We were doing the jokes. You would feel bad. Yeah, and there is no sense of remorse yeah, for this family. Not wanting to go back and forth, I told my boyfriend that I wanted to leave and we can spend the rest of Christmas break with his family and then go home. My family got mad and told me to not go and to just stay because it wasn't serious. I left and I put my phone on do not disturb during the drive and by the time we got to my boyfriend's parents' house, I had several missed calls and texts from them calling me names like ungrateful, sensitive and childish. What did she have to be ungrateful about? (laughs) (laughs) They said that I ruined Christmas and made my parents upset because I left. The next day I exchanged and opened gifts with my boyfriend and his family and one of the gifts I'd gotten was the book that I wanted. The book that my mum pretended to give me. I'm really glad for OP that yeah. they did actually get some actual gifts this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I posted it on my Instagram story and not even zero minutes after posting, my sister sent a screenshot of my story to the family group chat and they basically got mad at me for leaving and telling me that I ruined Christmas over some presents. They told me that I owe everyone, especially my parents an apology because my mum spent New Year's sad because of my actions. Now I just want an outside party to tell me, am I the drama here? Am I in the wrong for being upset about gifts and for leaving? After reading their messages and sitting on this for a few days, I'm now feeling like maybe I was upset over nothing and I need to apologise to them. I personally, just going to call it, in my opinion, not the drama. Not the drama. Not the drama. I'm also saying not the drama here. And it's not to say that everybody deserves expensive or big gifts or any gifts at all, but it's just in the context of an entire family together, siblings, parents, everybody getting a couple joke gifts, but then a couple things from their list, and OP being the only one to literally not get a single gift that wasn't a joke. What I find like the most surreal out of this is like, how on earth are the family not like, in, in retrospect, being like, I can see how this has upset you. Yeah. I can see that you have only joke gifts and we yeah. actually have real gifts. You know, after this is being explained, how are you still like, oh, get over it. There's next year. Yeah. It, it's so confusing to me. How can you how can you expect somebody who got all joke gifts to think they got a MacBook and then that's actually for somebody else and then to think they got a book that was on their list and that's also for somebody else. Like, it's not even as if those gifts just didn't exist at all. They were literally other people's gifts when they were pretended to be gifted to OP. It's just such a bizarre thing. Is that funny? I, I wouldn't find Dude, it funny. I just don't find if it funny. If all the gifts were jokes for everybody, I wouldn't mind. Do you know... I don't care. I just said something to your parents about this recently, and they gifted it to you. I yeah. said... Because... So, Jamie's parents... Okay, hang on. Jamie's always wanted a Vespa, right? Uh-huh. And they were saying, hey, we found this pizza cutter, because he loves pizza, that's in the shape of a little Vespa, and we want to give it to him. And I was like, oh my gosh, it'd be so funny if you said, hey, we got you a Vespa, and then gave him the pizza cutter. Yeah. I can't see that, like, I feel like that is harmless. I- I'm not saying, hey, say we got you a Vespa, take you to the garage. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And then There's a give pizza, pizza cutter, cutter on the floor. I'm saying, <laughs> like, give you a package that is that fits in my two hands and say, hey, we got you a Vespa. Yeah. At worst, I might think that there's a key inside there and then be like, oh, okay. But also, I, would, I personally wouldn't expect a Vespa, but then I also know that would be the only joke. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. The thing that bugs me the most about this, and I think it's just like a matter of principle that comes up 
or should be coming up often with all of this, if somebody is telling you that they are hurt by something, even if you had good intentions, it really pisses me off that this family is not even trying to listen to Opie's point of view. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, clearly, Opie is upset. Clearly, mm-hmm. Opie is angry, and they're like, you have hurt us. We are so hurt. Like, try to understand. It's fine. It Both can be true. Yeah. You can be hurt too. Yeah. But try and work it out, and you need to, like, at least acknowledge that Opie is also hurting, and there's a reason. You know, it's not like they've just gone off to gallivant somewhere else. The posting of the book wasn't to be like, oh, they didn't tag family members to be like, see, blah, 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 an actual book. Yeah. You know, like, I just I just think it's really emotionally insensitive. I do too. I just, if it's ever like, you've upset me, this is why, and the response is, well, we're upset because oh, you've upset us. Because you've, you've ruined upset my over... new year. Exactly. Like, you have a conversation then and work it out, and then maybe you wouldn't be upset over New Year because you could work things out, like, dude. Yeah, and I know that I'm particularly, like, triggered by sort of, like, being manipulated, the words Mm. manipulation, that sort of thing, but there's a specific line here that says, I've been sitting on it for a few days, and now, after reading their messages, I feel like maybe I was upset over nothing. Like, no. (laughs) <laughs> that's why I think yeah. it's actually really useful to ask for third party opinions that's yeah. why I love doing things like this yeah. because it's so important to understand things from without like outside your bubble mm-hmm. you know without that internal invested issue of complexities of relationships and whatever like objectively it is weird to yeah. only get joke gifts yeah it is I like I, I think you're so right on your point about like it is a bit of a flag. It doesn't always mean that after you read messages and then you realise maybe you overacted in a situation that you didn't and it's just other people manipulating you. And it's always great to take some time. Yes, it is good to take some time. But there has been several occasions where, like, objectively, morally, somebody has done something bad to me and then they have absolutely refused to take any accountability for that. And if you're being bombarded with those messages, you kind of, like, question your sanity. And everything coming from them is, we've done nothing wrong. Actually, we're upset in this situation. You've hurt us. How dare you? You sit there going, wait, did I do something wrong? (laughs) Are you the drama? (laughs) Are you the drama? It's through speaking to other people that I then realised, oh, wait, no, there's, like, there's objectivity involved in this where, like, they were just bad. Hot damn. So, yeah, I think that was... I'm glad that OP decided to post this. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm sad I'm sad that it's happened and yeah. I agree. Big big not the drama. Yes. Shall we see what other people have had to say? Don't apologize. Your family sucks and you've done nothing wrong, says one commenter. Yeah. I agree. The biggest prank you played that night was fooling me into thinking I had a family that loved me beforehand. Oh, <laughs> this oh. is done as like a suggested response a back, quote. I imagine. Yeah. Mm, it's poetic but again where is the lie yeah i mean i think that i think loved is a bit of a strong term to use i think maybe like cared about my feelings or like considered my feelings because that's what it feels like it's just really inconsiderate of their family yeah what happened yeah i agree though i mean Yes, but also, (laughs) not trying to turn it into a domestic Uh or anything. (laughs) No, just saying, I I, I do agree with you. But I do think it can be like a big realisation over something that feels kind of trivial like this to realise that actually there are big problems. Uh, I'm not saying there are mm -hmm. big problems. This could totally just be like a one-off thing where the family messed up. But Mm -hmm. if this is a greater sense of like a manipulation or just Mm -hmm. a family that isn't treating you well. Behavioural traits. 
like, it seems yeah. like a little thing, but like really that isn't loving you. Yeah. If the, what they're doing is like all that's bullying you, mm. <laughs> it's, it's the opposite, right? That's not care. So yeah, yeah maybe and then it is victimizing a... <laughs> themselves and being like, why are you, you upset me. that we did this really inconsiderate, insensitive thing to you? And now we're upset and it's your fault. This is a special occasion for all of you. You're clearly hurting. So do do you see what I mean? So like, sure. Yes. Loved in some ways seems like a difficult term, but also. You're you're here with like the important that you're looking at this very deeply. (laughs) I am. I appreciate that because you're right. Call me Freud. Mood. A family that can do that. Because I'm thinking about our families. I, I don't think like. I wouldn't dream. They would do that. We wouldn't do that to anybody. The fact that you can do that to somebody and then make them think that they are the problem, yeah, that's horrible. And it's that they are the problem. That's mm. the big red flag to me. I'm yeah. like, no, don't be doing that. If they'd apologised and been like... Our bad. We yeah, did, bad move. Realize. In bad yeah. taste. Whoops. It happens. I get yeah. it. People mess up, but mm. like, learn from it. Yeah. Be willing to grow. Agreed. Oh, OP's actually responded to some of these. Okay. They've said, I've learned over the last few years, no reaction is the best reaction because if I get angry, cried or spoke up about how I felt, I'd be labelled as I was when I left. I've almost mastered masking my feelings until I'm alone or away from them to avoid worsening a situation. This sounds like a much deeper problem. This sounds like there's way, way more issues going on than just Christmas gifts. Freud, get in here. Yeah. It's worth it. This is a, this is a, this is a, toxic trait i think yeah. a family toxic trait yeah i'm glad you came to ask for an outside opinion op and you're totally not yeah. the drama and this probably is definitely not the only time or the only thing that op has been made to feel this upset over it can make these situations really difficult and i think we have both individually been in these positions where you are then left questioning well i am so dramatic i must be mm. the drama because something so small has caused this and I'm the one that has the problem with it. Mm. But for anyone who is in a similar position, I just want you to know that what is really important in these situations is to view it not as an isolated incident, mm-hmm. but as a straw that has broken the camel's back, right? Yeah. If it wasn't this, it would have been something else. In so many situations, there's always time after time after time, we need to step back and look at the, I'm all full of the cliches today, the woods from yeah. the trees. You know, yeah. the bigger picture here is showing that something is clearly not right. Yeah. And you deserve to stand up for yourself, OP. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Am I the drama for asking my fiancé to remove his tattoo? <gasps> this sounds spicy. It does. And instantly my head goes to bodily autonomy. Yeah. So I'm intrigued. Me too. I just I just want to disclaim as well to anyone listening on our podcasts, I may be doing some ASMR right now, not on purpose. I have hot squash. It's my latest obsession. 
Just accept my hot squash drinking. Thank you. Go. Enjoy your hot squash <laughs> Thank whilst you. I read. I'm a 24-year-old woman and my fiancé, a 28-year-old man, has been friends for long before we started dating. Okay. 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 So five years ago, he had a girlfriend, a 26-year-old woman, and things seemed to be getting serious. He spoke about getting engaged to her, but she kept saying no or laughing it off as if he'd made a joke. Okay. Uncle Turtle, Uncle Turtle. Yeah. One day, they decided to get wrist tattoos together. He still tried proposing to her, but she just kept laughing it off. Two and a half years into the relationship, and he caught her cheating on him with her ex, Liam, and they uh, broke up. Oh my. This is... This is... Big tea. This Ooh. is big drama. Okay. <clears throat> so wouldn't say yes to proposals, wanted to get tattoos together, then cheated. You're talking about the ex. Yeah, the yeah. ex. Yeah. It sounds like a dream. <laughs> That's just an interesting trajectory to take. Yeah. <laughs> okay. After a year or so, we ended up getting together and everything went well. So a year after he broke up with his ex. What were the tattoos? Together. I don't know. I Sorry, I, this is just dawned on me. So nosy. Were they matching tattoos? Infinity symbols with each other's names in. I have so many questions. <laughs> and is a tattoo seen as less permanent than a proposal and a ring? Or is it seen as like not as relationship heavy, which again breaks me back to what the frick was a tattoo? Yeah. I want to well, know. <laughs> it depends on if they got, because OP has said they decided to get wrist tattoos together, mm. not they got a couple's tattoo. Yes. So like we have tattoos that we got together that are kind of similar theme, but they're not a couple's tattoo and they're not the same thing. I mean, they are kind of a couple's tattoo yeah, because we've got pizza and pasta because them. they complement, yeah. right? But the, with the idea being, if we broke up, I mean, you, you're obsessed with pizza and I'm obsessed with pasta, yeah. so it makes sense. They very much stand alone. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's that kind of Or maybe tattoo. it's even more, you know, like, oh, let's just go get tattoos together. We both want ones on our wrist. And then yeah. she got like a banana and he got a truck. Wow, Shava. <laughs> just, like, just like totally unrelated, not pizza and pasta. Your job should be choosing tattoos for people. <laughs> Thank you. You would be avocado. <laughs> it just came out. It just I came hate out. Avocados. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Yes. We got engaged a year ago. I have seen the tattoo before and found it a bit odd, but was still fine with it up until I found chats between my fiance and his ex girlfriend. Mm. How did you find chats? Six months after we got engaged. He spoke about each time he looked at it, it reminded him of her and the physical scar she left on him. Oh, sounds that's... like he's got some unresolved feelings. Yeah, definitely. He asked if she removed hers, and that's when I found out that she has the same tattoo. Oh. Okay, so they got matching wrist tattoos. Okay, now, um, yeah. okay, so is it a love... What is the tattoo? Is it an avocado, or is it two hearts of an infinity symbol? I need to know. Or a poop emoji, you never know. <laughs> they then spoke about the fact that they will always be a part of each other's lives in a way. Okay, but do you know what I'm trying to think about? If we broke up, but we remained, like, civil to each other or friends, yeah. I could see this being a conversation that we have. Of, like, do you still have your pasta tattoo? Yes. Oh, it will always remind me. You'll always be a Absolutely. part of me and my journey in my life. Do you think any of the conversations that Opie described the partner having with the ex is unhealthy? Um, so what's been said? So... Each time he looks at it, it reminds him of her mm -hmm. and the physical scar she left on him. That physical scar thing. Okay, like, I would probably want to have a conversation with the fiancé. Yeah, that But, one. like, makes total sense, of yeah. course. Um, has she removed hers? 
that's when OP they found out they're matching. Tattoo. Oh, so, then, so she didn't know beforehand that yeah. they were matching tattoos. Okay, and sorry, that's just all on me. They'll always be a part of each other's lives in a way. Also fine. It, this doesn't sound horrifically unhealthy to me. No, it, and it's also that in a way, <laughs> it's not like they're best mates hanging out all the time. It's yeah. like they'll always be a part of each other's lives because they have the same tattoo. And it's it specifically for saying in a way, you know, it's not like, oh, we'll always be this part of each other's lives like very Shabba was that your sexy voice <laughs> no I was trying okay, to do good. the whole um, you know how at the end of Friends when Monica and Monica Monica and Chandler <laughs> are going to get the house and they realise that Janice could be the new neighbour oh and he's like but we'll always be a part of each other you know like it's not that vibe it's mm. because it can definitely be said in a way that suggests a relationship but if you're yeah. saying in a way to me that's like no, you're just like, you're a footprint in the beach of my, my life. memories. Oh my goodness. You Shabba, know? <laughs> why are you just in metaphor cheese land? Avocado. I'm going to read on before yeah. you just say more. <laughs> I've asked him to get the tattoo removed or cover it with another. Big no. Big no. Already like, you're the yeah, asshole like to me. My brain is I'm sorry. already just going, you're drama because like... You can't... It's someone it's, else's body. Who yeah. are you to choose what they do with it? It makes no. me uncomfortable knowing that he has a tattoo and makes me feel like I'm sharing him with another woman daily. Cool. That's your problem. Too sad. No, so sad, too bad. That is yeah. a big you problem. That doesn't mean he has to change anything. That yeah. means you need to change your mindset. Uh-huh. We've been in multiple fights because of this. To me, it seems like he doesn't take my feelings into consideration. Are you considering his feelings? You're literally asking him to remove something that is supposedly permanently on his body. And it's like, why... <clears throat> If, if she's insecure, if OP is insecure about the fact that they have matching tattoos, mm-hmm. why is that indicative of anything like cheating or has still having feelings? If he still has feelings, he still has feelings regardless of whether he has a tattoo. Okay, question to you. Uh-huh. Sorry, I was listening to everything you said. Okay, just ADHD brain, you know, I'm like, cool, yes, and. Yes. <laughs> uh, we have the pizza pasta tattoos. Yes. You also have a tattoo on your chest that's like linked to me, right? Yeah. It's... it's is literally over your heart. Yeah. And it's my favourite. Because I love you. Number. Yeah. So, like, all, all of that... Like, yes, yes, I love you too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. On. And also... <laughs> yeah. Um, say we split up. Yeah. We grew in different directions. I know, so sad. No. Too bad. No, just, just so sad. And then <laughs> we found other partners and you were with someone else. Mm-hmm. Would you ever consider, on your own accord, getting rid of those tattoos? No, sitting here now in the headspace, I mean, no, I wouldn't. And if I got asked to remove them, I'd be like, no, they're part of my body. Yeah. They show like a map of my life, the decisions I made at the time. Yeah. If I still like it and still want it on my body, that's my choice. If it makes you feel insecure about our relationship, then you don't trust me. And that's a problem for me. Yeah. Because if I still had feelings for somebody, if I was going to leave a current partner to go back to you as my ex... Tattoo or that's not. That's going to happen, <laughs> tattoo or not. Yeah. This is just the op- This is just OP not being able to deal with the fact that her boyfriend has a past. I'm sure he had more than that partner as well. Yeah. Like, like if just... we were together... If OP got together... Oh, well, no, this is kind of what's happened. But, like, with me and you, if you got together with me and you knew that I had a tattoo from a previous relationship, mm. like, would that stop you from getting with me? No. So why should the trust be different now? Yeah. I think the issue... You said something that just light-bulbed it for me. This is not about the tattoo. Yeah. This is about that conversation. And I still have a question about how you found out about that conversation because... I don't know, I just have a gut feeling that you are looking at text messages. Yeah. Which is just a big... 
not okay for me anyway. Oh, up until I found chats between my fiance and his girlfriend. Sure, Jam, you found yes, them. I found chats. <laughs> you looked for them. Yeah. Which is just a breach of trust. Like this is just an unhealthy relationship dynamic, in my opinion. Yeah. You need I to be agree. speaking to each other. Yeah. There is also sorry. We do have one more sentence. Oh, sorry, says, sorry. I've been trying to find a way to stall our wedding plans as I cannot get married to a man that has a tattoo that reminds him of another woman. And you know what, my love? That is entirely fair because that is your prerogative and you need to realise what is your prerogative and what is his prerogative. And your prerogative is to be uncomfortable, but his prerogative is to not want to remove it. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I I couldn't imagine. (laughs) Sometimes I look at these situations, I'm like... I, I just don't understand how I could, like, you ever doing that to me in the first yeah. place, like, suggesting some things. But that's why I think it's just really important to be, like, to have the same values with your partner. And if you don't, like, obviously you don't know until these situations come up, but... Maybe that's a conversation <laughs> to have. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just think bodily autonomy always needs to be respected. And it, it's not about the tattoo. So stop making it about the tattoo. He could get this tattoo removed... And then there could always be like a faint little mark where it used to be. Or she's always thinking, is he messaging her? Yeah. This is yeah. her problem or- of being insecure in the relationship. And maybe he's given her other reasons that she's not gone into to give her that insecurity. Mm-hmm. But again, doesn't give her the right to demand he do something to his body he doesn't want to do. Oh yeah, to clarify, I'm not suggesting that he's a good person. I don't think we have enough information for that at all. Yeah. I just think it's his decision as to whether yeah. he removes his own tattoo. Imagine if he gets a cover-up of something he doesn't particularly want because he like abides by her wishes, right? And the cover-up has to be big and dark because mm. that's how cover-ups work. And then she's like, no, this just reminds me of what's underneath. Yeah. What are you going to do then? Yeah, there's always gonna be a reminder of some kind. There's always gonna be another tattoo. Um, I think, <laughs> as well, what like a more healthy way to look at that would be if this is really what you feel is is making you jealous, because this is what it is, jealousy, mm. right? You're feeling a level of FOMO that your partner is sharing this connection with someone else and you feel as, as the partner and the person who's going to be marrying this person you want it, go get tattoos together. Go add to the collage. Go together and get a tattoo. If he wants to. Oh, yes, obviously. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you don't yeah. want that. Because, yeah. again, it's not about freaking tattoos, dude. But you've also, got a, a bigger a bigger scar that you need to You've got to a face. bigger fish to fry. <laughs> yeah. But doing that as well feels like it would be done for the wrong reasons. Don't, like, brand yourself and oh, him yeah. in the relationship just because you're insecure because he did it with another woman. Uh, and Okay, okay. That is definitely a way to look at it. And I didn't I, think no, of it that way. No, I see where way. you were coming from. Do you know what I was thinking was, like, if that was me, I'd be like, well, you know what? I feel like I would like that with you. I would like that special connection with you. Would you like to go and get tattoos together? Yeah, seeing as that's something you're into. It's okay if it was, like, inspired by yeah. someone else who had that tattoo as long as you. it's not in spite of yes inspired yeah. by not in spite yeah. of oh, jamie we should write songs babe no <laughs> uh, you're good enough of that on your own <laughs> should we read some comments sure but can i just do a little plug first because you just mentioned that okay my new song super glue is out so if you want to go take a listen to it over on the spotify or the apple musics or all of the other streaming platforms that you listen to music on you can totally do that and thank you and i love you and yeah let's read comments the man is point blank reminiscing on emotional ties with an ex that's not just a tattoo that's an emotional connection he's still got going with her oh and someone mm. said he is emotionally cheating i disagree I don't think I yeah I don't think there's enough information in this post to make that concrete decision. The post what is, is emotionally about cheating? removing the. I'd say it's if you still have feelings or, and you're, or you're like, developing feelings and your head is with somebody else. Yeah, and like your heart in the current, in not the in current, the past. Yeah, 
But they sound like they, from the information we've got, it sounds more like reminiscing over what they had rather than being like, I still feel things for you. Is that what you think? Yeah, I don't think there's enough information there to say he is emotionally cheating. He could be. Where would you head your bets on that? Because I think he, I don't think he is emotionally cheating, but I think there's still some unresolved things from the past, especially oh, with the like sure. multiple proposal things yeah. that he's not spoken about and they definitely need to have a chat about that yeah no i agree there's unresolved feelings there but you don't consider that emotional cheating depends on what the feelings are depends on if he needs closure on like the cheating depends on if he actually still has feelings that he needs to discuss but i don't think it's fair to make a judgment based on that post that he is emotionally cheating i agree with you there's not enough there yes i agree with that also if that is all like my thinking is that is all that she saw on the text op right yeah because that's what she's spoken about if afterwards if there was actual emotional cheating going on there would be more than being like ah this tattoo still reminds me of you acknowledgement we'll always be part of each other's lives in some way and finn that is it do you know what i mean that was not like hey you want to hook up or like hey so what are you doing today i just can't get you out of my head yeah that would be emotionally yeah. cheating or to like me. i i look at my tattoo daily to be reminded of you and i love it like or it's yeah. really special to me that i get to be reminded of you or tracing the edges my... of my avocado yeah, makes like... me think of tracing the edges of your body lovely <laughs> you should write erotic poetry <laughs> yay all i'm going on if that was said if you told me, because I wouldn't be going on your phone or finding this accidentally... That is a big problem to me. If you told me that you'd have that kind of conversation with an ex that you shared something that you still have, yeah. it wouldn't bother me. I have to be really honest. I am really struggling to not side with the partner here because the fact that someone's gone on your phone to look at your messages mm. and is feeling like they are entitled to tell you what to do with your body and remove a tattoo that is your history and your choice, those are two super huge red flags to me that I'm like get in the bin yeah sorry okay. <laughs> sounds brutal but no this is Trash a hot mess for you don't think you should get married you need to talk a lot more before that happens yeah yeah boom <laughs> i think the tattoo is symbolic of the problem rather than the problem itself yeah yeah i see that i agree commenter i agree yeah. oh someone's actually asked op do you think the feelings will fade without the tattoo? Mm. And he said, I asked about his feelings towards her and he said that he doesn't feel anything for her as she betrayed him in the worst possible way. Ah. What do you think about that? Well, I definitely think finding out that somebody's done something hurtful like that mm. or, or behaves in that way can definitely... I've had feelings cut for people in the past, like friends and stuff, after finding out that they're a certain way mm. because it's just like how I that is such a behavior that I don't want to be part of and I don't respect that and I just don't want to be friends with you anymore yeah yeah I'm with you and I think like wanting that closure from someone who's hurt you in that way and speaking to a person doesn't mean that you're still in love with them yeah do you know what I mean like they're very different yeah and like feeling betrayed by somebody and therefore not having like romantic or emotional feelings towards them is not indicative of like emotional cheating or still having feelings for them yeah i would worry that some people might read this and be like oh well you know what he said that he doesn't feel anything because she betrayed him which means if she didn't he still has those feelings so he must still love her well no because the point is people change right Mm. and she's obviously changed in a way that has hurt him and he's being open and honest with you with that yeah so take on face value (gasps) oh oh jamie 
This is an interesting question. Somebody asked, how did you find out? And how did you find the texts? Where were they from? It was six months after we got engaged, says OP. He asked me to go fetch his phone from the room and I saw the chat lying open on his bedside table. (laughs) And that was when I found out what it meant and that she also has one because he asked her if she removed hers or not. I... Mm. I... I would walk out at this point. I'd be like, okay... Okay, you are the drama. This isn't absolving him of any potential wrongdoing, but what we're being told here is an outright outright lie. Phones fall asleep in like (laughs) 30 seconds. You know what, even if they don't, there is no way that he's going to be leaving that on that app, on that chat, scroll to that specific point on his bedside table, and he'd be asking you to get it. What is wrong with you? And you know, if he did do all of those things and he asked you to get his phone, go it means break that up with him. Nothing going on there. Though. It means he wanted you to see it. Yeah, and it either means that it's because there's nothing going on, or it's a no, hint, because hint. then he would have told you about it. I am very much object to this being the truth. I don't think that's how you found it. <laughs> um, interesting though, how actually a lot of the people on the forum are saying not the drama yeah you're not the drama i i definitely disagree with that and i actually think that speaks more to a culture of people who i don't know are like uh, this can sound so terrible i just feel like specifically in the society that we live in in western society things like checking people's phones things like speaking over and like not allowing a man to decide what he wants to do because he's the husband and he has to just you know please the wife this idea of the ball and chain all of this fits the same kind of profile. And it's a profile that I really, really just object to. I see it mostly Mm. in like the cishet vanilla world, right? (laughs) But like, I really, really struggle with it. And I think Mm. it's such a norm still. It shocks me when I see it. Yeah. But it is is actually still the norm. I just don't understand that it's like, you are the drama, but with the caveat that if there is emotional cheating going on, obviously that's a separate issue Mm. away from his bodily autonomy. And then you both suck. Yeah, and then, yeah, it's an everyone is the drama. But yeah. when you're asking about the tattoo, and if asking him to remove a tattoo makes you the drama, yes, it does. Yeah, uh, and checking a alone. phone makes you the drama. Yeah. Like, you don't have any any right, for, especially for the people that you love, to invade their privacy. Yeah. When did that just become the norm? If you don't trust somebody, like... I, Speak to them! Yeah, <laughs> and if they don't tell you the truth... Speak to them! (laughs) But then you shouldn't be together, right? Like, that is a sign that... Yeah, go. Yeah, I agree. Ugh, all right, shall Uh, we move on? Yes. One more. Oh, drama! Oh, the wonderful Murr has sent this in. Ethical non-monogamy to sudden romantic poly. I feel like there's a lot of words here that we should probably explain to people who might be new to them. So what's monogamy, Jamie? Tell me. Oh, monogamy is when you are in a... You are one person in a relationship with one person... And the romantic and sexual side of the relationship remains between the two of you. Uh, you are just yeah. two people in a relationship. You do not explore outside of that. I'm monogamous. I'm monogamous too. Mm. So I just felt the need to clarify that. Yeah. Um, um, and what's poly? I believe it's when you would have consensual, like everybody in the situation consents and is aware you have relationships outside of a one-on-one. It's, I guess, what some people call, like, an open relationship. Yeah. Right, or so, like... You could have, like, three people three in a relationship relation. with each other. Yes, that's not open. Yeah, yeah. or one person in the relationship... Uh, explores, explores either sexual or romantic people. relationships with other people. Yeah. And the other person doesn't. 
Yeah. Yeah. But all of those are like holly situations, right? It's all agreed upon within the relationships and yeah. everybody knows what's happening. I have to say, I don't know enough about like polyamory. I'm respectful. I'm wanting to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm just prefacing this because I don't want to say anything rude. So if anything is coming out of ignorance, let us know. Yes, please and do. please forgive my ignorance. <laughs> In the situation. <laughs> cool. All right. Hi, I'm a 24-year-old ah, trans man. Cool. Been together with my partner, 29-year-old man, for over four years. Okay. Since I'm disabled and not able to do a lot of physical stuff, and my partner is hypersexual, so that just means like really sexual, right? I would assume so. We agreed to an ethical non-monogamy, so he can be sexually satisfied. This has been the case for at least two years. So what I'm hearing right. is, your partner wants a lot of sex, you feel, for whatever reason, you can't provide that or you're you're not providing that and so there is a consensual agreement between the two of you that he yeah. finds that elsewhere yes all right got it got it cool. at first it was just for sexual stuff we had the old hypothetical conversation about maybe dating two if there was someone that we both liked but we never really discussed it beyond that and he claims that we did Mm. foreshadowing a problem however recently as i've been swamped by uni work and stressed he's been getting closer to one of our housemates who's a 24 year old woman i thought it was nothing because we're quite a tight-knit and affectionate group of friends but the weekend before my deadline they went on a trip together down the country and came back to tell me that they'd gotten sexual that is unnecessary that. (laughs) that in itself was fine well no that's what i'm saying like it's fine right because they said that that's okay. That was part... I Yeah, I'd assume... As long as part of the non-monogamy agreement included, like... You People that you to, both know. Yeah, and, yeah. And you don't have to run it past the other partner before it. It doesn't have to be like, hey, I'm getting feelings for this person. Just letting you know it's going to It might happen. not just be feelings, right? Because I think we're in a very old mind school yeah. set. Mind, mind school. Mind school. Minds, old mindset. mindset. Thank you. Where we, because of us, like, just how we operate, we yeah. don't uh, have sex unless we feel things for other people. But... I, some people do, and that's oh, okay. Sure. Oh, yeah, no, I meant any kind of feeling. Sexual feelings, romantic Oh, right, feelings. Yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was me, being the I, old school. My, we'll, we'll read on. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> that in itself was fine, mm-hmm. but I literally had to pry to get more information. Right. Which sounds like a problem, right? Because I, I don't know a lot about poly life, but I do know that communication is key. You yeah. shouldn't be prying for information. Boundaries need to be set. You need to be yeah, having comfortable discussions. There should be a boundary of like all the information is shared or certain information is shared, what each partner wants to know about what goes on with the other, mm. blah. Yeah. He has had feelings for her for a long time. I didn't know this. And they discussed a relationship and the possibility of a triad. Ooh. Ooh. So that's all three of you being in a relationship together. I have thoughts. What's your thoughts? I have thoughts about like something about the concept of two people talking where like one of them is in a relationship with person a right and then there's something like oh hey without person a's involvement without mer saying without mer yeah saying hey i think like we should all be in a relationship together like without including the person that you're literally talking about potentially having this relationship i think talk about it in the context of the two of you who are actually having the conversation and then take it back to the relationship the relate yeah you said the conversation you mean the two people that are in the relationship have that have that conversation, as a conversation and, and then, then take, take it, to, take the other it to the other person i agree i feel like it's kind of like a hierarchy queen bee thing you know like there is a solid relationship foundation that's where the conversation should then go out to recruit in you know like mm. in mean girls 
the three plastics had the chat together <laughs> about whether to include Katie. You don't have a chat with Katie and then go back and be like, hey, are the plastics, should we include Katie? Yeah, or like... Is that what you're Yeah, saying? or potentially agree to having like a triad relationship where you don't even know if the other person, the other would, be person up, would want it. to be in a relationship because we're talking about like one person being poly or ethical non-monogamy. Yeah. Do you know, listening to all of this and, and hearing this, I know we've still got a bit more of the story to go. I know that a lot of the world, just generally, are like very not on board with poly people. There's still like a huge stigma right mm. involved in in poly relationships in the idea of non-monogamous relationships yeah and i just wanted to address that um i think that it's totally fine to not feel comfortable yourself but it's really important to be able to respect that other people don't always live how we live yeah so for anyone who might be like oh because i actually used to be one of these people and i, I just wanted to voice that and if, mm. I, if i may just be vulnerable for a second i used to be like oh i don't like it oh this makes me feel uncomfortable but just because I'm not okay with the idea of sharing my romantic and sexual partner, because mm. as I said, for me, my relationship with sex and who I have sex with is a lot more loaded than just the act of sex itself. Mm-hmm. It, it was like a bit of a mic drop moment for me to realize that not everybody sees relationships, sex, anything as you see things. Mm-hmm. So we need to be respectful and just operate within the boundaries of other people. Do you yeah. know what I mean? No, I agree with you. Just because you don't want it for yourself doesn't mean that it's not good for other people. And doesn't mean that, yeah, that it doesn't work for others and that it's not an absolutely perfectly fine way to live and conduct relationships. So I just want to say I very welcome poly discussions here. And I hope that people who haven't heard of it before don't think, oh, such a snowflake millennial or Gen Z or whatever thing to do, blah, blah, blah. Relationships like this aren't actually real. We should be treating them with the respect that all relationships deserve. Yeah. If If the people involved are consenting, fab. Agreed. I'm not interested in my housemate in that way. Okay. Ooh. I see her as a sister, if anything. Also, definitely not. Plus, <laughs> like, more yeah. than friend zoned. When you're sibling zoned. <laughs> yeah. But I was hurt because it felt like all this happened under my nose and they chose the worst possible time to spring this on me. My final year of university, going through puberty from HRT and general seasonal depression. And as far as I knew, she was strictly monogamous until that weekend. Oh. oh. Wow. So she even the a friend. She as well. Okay, wow. Or, or, or regardless, or just, the idea is like, oh, you're open to the idea of a triad? I didn't think you were poly. Yeah. I can see why this feels like a surprise to OP. Yeah, this is this feels like a lot. Anyway, after a brunch of discussions of terminology <laughs> and boundaries... What? A bunch, my love. I don't think they went to brunch. <laughs> <laughs> my head. It's just my a My head bunch. was like, this is so formal. They had a brunch to discuss <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> Carry on. Shush. Anyways, after a over bunch... mimosas and pancakes of discussing <laughs> terminologies and boundaries, they agreed to just be friends with benefits for now. And I asked them to take it slow rather than shake up house dynamics while I need stability. Sure, that must also add an. Others. I feel like that must feel really tense because a partner clearly wants to do something else mm. that OP doesn't want to do. How does that not create a tension between you? You yeah. need to discuss it. And if you're not falling on the right, like the the aligned sense of values, then where do you go from there? Yeah, it's tricky. Because you both need to consent, right? Yeah. Or it's sure. just not working, I guess. No, it does sound like it could cause a, a, a friction for sure between everybody. Mm. It's been a few weeks since then and it seems like they're more than just friends with benefits. Though my partner claims to have his feelings for a housemate quote, bottled, that doesn't sound healthy. Mm. 
She relies on him like he's her partner, and on his birthday in a few weeks, he will be driving her down to the country again, so we'll have no time together. I wasn't quick enough to ask for his time, I guess. Oh, and now OP's mm. feeling bad. Mer's feeling bad there for being like, ah. Oh. Now, yeah. I'm feeling like relationship-wise, I need to share this. In my mind, I'm like, whoa, hang on. Mer, you agreed that because you felt that your partner needed extra sexual satisfying... You agreed that that could be done elsewhere. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're like, oh, now I can't spend time with with the person that I love on and want to be with birthday, on their birthday. Because they're with the person they're calling a friend with benefits. Who they want stuff. to be in a relationship with that is significantly more than just the sexual stuff that you agreed to at the beginning of your yeah. relationship. And that, like, there's no denial of feelings being there because Mer's partner has said the feelings are bottled. I'm seeing there's like a map and you started here and you're now like here. And I feel like... That point of getting here You've to here. Like Route sixty six. <laughs> in an ethical poly relationship, that all needed to be discussed and mutually agreed upon. Yeah. And I feel like that hasn't happened. Maybe mm-hmm. like a what? What do those people say? You give an inch, take a biscuit. give an inch, take a mile. Sure. Take a biscuit. Is it not take a biscuit? No, you can say you're taking the biscuit. It's kind of like a polite way of say taking the piss. Give an inch, you're taking the biscuit. Give an inch, take a mile. Taking the biscuit is like if someone. I give you an inch, you take the, the biscuit. No. <laughs> Can you stop just saying it? Let me finish my point about why you are wrong. <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> Two separate sayings. Take the biscuit, like taking the biscuit. It's kind of like taking the piss. Like you're, you're like, yeah, taking the piss out of somebody. I you're give you an inch, and you take the piss. <laughs> no, you don't say that. Give an inch, take a mile is saying you allowed somebody to eat a chocolate and then they go and eat the whole box. They can also be taking the biscuit by taking the piss, but <laughs> you gave them this a little so bit of leeway and they just took all of it. And the biscuit. Take... <laughs> Give a crumb, take a biscuit. <laughs> there, that's, that works. Oh dear. And this is not... What the heck has happened? I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Let's get back on track. Your eyes are tearing. <laughs> it's funny. A brunch. And now I've done something silly. Let's help I her. Mean, Let's help her. Listeners, <laughs> let us know if you've ever heard of give, give an, an inch, take the biscuit. It's a thing, right? I'm going to Google this after. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. We have not read this fully. Yes, come on, Mer. We're here. Whenever they have sex, I have to hear it or blast music because Ooh. it's literally happening the next room over. That also feels like a very specific thing that should have been agreed upon at the beginning. Like, that, can like, you hear? Yeah. Can it be done in my vicinity? Maybe something that's like, I am comfortable with you doing this away from me because I appreciate the boundaries of our relationship and what we can offer each other. But like, maybe you just don't want to hear that. And it's not about pretending it's not happening. It's just about it literally not being like right there. You know? And you know what? I feel like this, this even just written here, I have to hear it or do that because it's literally happening in the room next over. Clearly, Mer is uncomfortable. Yeah. And if you're uncomfortable, that's not a functioning, healthy, ethical, poly relationship. It means that that shouldn't be happening. (sighs) Yeah. And suddenly he tells me he wants kids and fantasizes about starting a family with her. That is more than friends with benefits. (laughs) While I was clear, I never wanted kids. That's not very bottled. Oh my goodness. I'm not even sure I'm into romantic polyamory, but I don't want to stop him from exploring the part of himself. And he says, we discussed it. Am I the drummer? Do you know what's making me uncomfortable as well? It's the whole like, he says we discussed it. And now you're on it. He claims we did. Clearly, Mer doesn't believe that's the case. And even if maybe you did... It's not a, a game of like, oh, my memory's better than yours. I have whatever, whatever it was, 
you are not comfortable, yeah. right? So that needs to be taken into account by your partner. If they can't accept that, this isn't a healthy relationship. Yeah. And also, I feel like that's a really big thing that, like, it should have been, like, a big conversation. Mm. Like, I, I'm Before not speaking to, like, individual people's like, experiences with memory and, like, being able to remember things because everybody's a bit different. But I feel like if we spoke about the boundaries of having an ethically non-monogamous relationship and romantic You'd polyamory, remember the terms. Came, that would, that's, like, a big deal as part of that conversation if you're remembering one bit i i would i just i feel like that, that well that goes into the a bit of manipulation why is why do i keep bringing manipulation up i feel like i'm the drama do you know what i mean mm. but I, I just feel like maybe it's because they're involved in so many situations where people are really stuck you know it may be that your partner isn't being very trustworthy if someone is if someone is saying to you this is what i would say Ma. if someone is saying to you yeah but we discussed it and you're going, you know what, even if we did and I agree to it then, I don't agree now. Consent is not a retrospective thing. Mm. It's an ongoing thing and it, it can change at any it moment. Can. And if your partner is not accepting that, they are not mature enough to be in any relationship. It's as simple as that. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. And I think I, I just reread the bit too. And it was like the odd hypothetical conversation about maybe dating too, if there was someone we both liked, but never really discussed it beyond that. Beyond like a hypothetical did, thing. I feel like that the... Best case scenario there to me... Misunderstanding. Is, Misinterpretation. Yes. One partner thought that it was like a deeper conversation that led to more concrete discussions than the other. Yeah. And but, uh, it's again, just, but again... If that's what happened, that is not what... Mur is clarifying to you, that is not what they are okay with. Is, yeah. That is not what they have so it's had, had in bad their move head on. of what the boundaries are. So therefore, a new discussion needs to be had and yeah. the boundaries need to be relayed. So yes, partner. Respected. You can't do it. You can't do it within the confounds of your relationship. Yeah. And that last bit really like about like the kids fantasizing starting a family with her clearly those feelings are not bottled very well and th that's just that sounds like a really difficult situation i am all up for respecting polyamory i promise you i have no qualms with it what mm. i have a qualm with is i'm stepping back and from my outside perspective i'm like okay you've gone from agreeing to allow someone to have sex with other people because they have needs and now you're talking about being in a three-way relationship with the future of children that you don't want yeah. with someone who you view as your sister. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, when you put it like that. Apples and oranges, babe. Yeah. I'm really sorry, but I feel like, and it's difficult sometimes mm. when you see this, like when you're living it, you're seeing it step by step. But when you look at it, you're like, oh, wow, yeah, this is, this you is, can see the whole this map. was not the train. This is not the station I signed up to be I at. did not buy a ticket for this stuff. <laughs> Refund. Um, that's my view. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, OP, don't think you're the drama, my love. No, I don't think you're the drama. I think a very frank, honest conversation needs to be had about your boundaries, what you are comfortable with, and if that still works within the relationship. Yeah. Because you deserve to be comfortable in your relationship and have your boundaries fully respected. What you just said there, you deserve to feel comfortable in your relationship. That is it. That is the mic drop moment right there. That is it. Whatever relationship that you're in, if you're not comfortable and consistently, I'm not to say you can't have arguments. Arguments yeah, are very healthy. Have moments, but like if there is an you can be angry in a relationship. Thing, you can be sad, but if you're uncomfortable, mm, that is a big problem. Yeah, if you're uncomfortable with the and uncomfortable with the boundaries of the relationship, that definitely is something you do not deserve to feel, For and sure. that warrants a conversation. Best of luck, my love. Over brunch. Woo! Over brunch. Sorry, I just had to lighten a bit. I'm sorry that you're experiencing this. Yeah. 
So what what have we learned from from today's episode? Bodily autonomy is important. Mm. Boundaries in a relationship and respect in a relationship. Avocados make great tattoos. And don't be horrible at Christmas. And if you give an inch, you can totally not take, take a biscuit. A biscuit. <laughs> I swear that's the same. I like how I went serious and you just talked about avocados and biscuits. Are no, you hungry? You are very right. I also am hungry, but that is by the by. <laughs> um, I agree with you. Bodily autonomy and also even poly relationships like need boundaries. Mm-hmm. You need to have these in place beforehand. Yeah. It's been very enlightening. I agree. Mm. Mm, that concludes the second episode. Well, my loves, if you enjoyed this episode, please do consider giving it a rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Yeah, if you're on YouTube, think about giving it a like and leaving a little comment about what you think. And, you know, maybe consider subscribing because that really helps us out too. I mean, yeah, you can do that as well if you want to. You can follow us at 1-800-DRAMA-POD. Yes, on Instagram. Thank you, I forgot. Uh, and if you want to send your own drama in, yeah. like the lovely Ma here, you can do that via our website. All of the links are downstairs in the description. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, biscuits. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.